Luke chapter 6 said, It came to pass on the second Sabbath after the first that he, speaking of Jesus, went through the cornfields and his disciples plucked the ears of corn and did eat nothing, and did eat, rubbing them in their hands. And certain of the Pharisees said unto them, Why do ye that which is not lawful? Notice that. They said, Why do ye that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath days? And Jesus answering them said, Have you not read so much as this what David did? When himself was unhungered and they which were with him, how he went into the house of God and did take and eat the shewbread and gave also to them that were with him, which it is not lawful to eat but for the priest alone. And he said unto them that the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. The Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. This is not anything new today, but I feel this is what I need to say today. Now I'm going to preach to you a new sermon today, okay? But you need to hear what I'm about to say. Psalms 27, one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible, especially the Proverbs. Psalms 27, verse 7. Says the full soul, loatheth and honeycomb. But to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. To the hungry soul. Everybody say the hungry soul. Amen. I'm going to talk a little bit today about the law of the hungry. The law of the hungry. You may be seated. I heard a story years ago, a man that was a prisoner of war many years ago, and he, he, he spent time as a prisoner of war, and he, he came when he was set free and allowed to come home. It's a true story. I, I heard the man tell it. And uh, how that when he came home, food was so precious to him. That one day at his table, his, his kids, just being kids, took a piece of bread and rolled it up in a little ball and one threw that piece of bread at the other. And it angered this man so much that he grabbed his kid and said, Don't you ever let me see you. Play with bread again. You don't know the value of bread until you've been hungry. You don't understand the value of what you've just done. Today I want to talk a little bit, and I'll try to be through quickly, but I, I, I want to talk to you today about the law of the hungry. You see, in the text that I read in Luke chapter 6, the disciples were passing through the cornfield with Jesus, and they were hungry. 
Everybody say they were hungry. I'm hungry right now. Matter of fact, my problem is I stay hungry. Amen. But they were hungry. And so they just simply reached and plucked the ears of corn and did eat. Just rubbed them in their hands and ate them. This is what the Scripture said. But there were Pharisees, and Pharisees will just always be Pharisees. We have a few around here. Pharisees. Strict on the law, not much on the heart. I'm going to preach a little bit today. Is that all right with y'all? You might as well smile. It's going to be okay. we got folks that can quote every doctrine of the, of the church, but they hate their brother, and they don't forgive, and they have envy and strife, and division, and they're Pharisees. You know what Jesus said about Pharisees? He said to them one time, He said, he said, you are whited sepulchers on the outside, but inside, you're full of dead men's bones. You look good, but you stink. He said another place, he said, you're, you, you're, you're like the cup that's clean on the outside, but there's some old nasty grains of coffee. He didn't say it this way, but he said inside, it's, it's unclean. So, so... These Pharisees, the Pharisees who were so strict on the law, and you read and study Pharisees, you'll understand, they were following Jesus too that day, and, and so they looked at Jesus and said, why did they do that, which is, it's not lawful to do, because you know, they, they kept the Sabbath day. I'll tell you how far the Sabbath, how far the Sabbath days uh, were to the Pharisees, how far they went. They would say that if a chicken laid an egg on the Sabbath day, you couldn't eat the egg because the chicken worked on the Sabbath day. That's way out there, isn't it? We got folks like that. I'm not going to preach about Pharisees long today, so y'all quit squirming. It's okay. But but you know you know I might as well touch on it while I'm here. It's not what all you just look like. It's what you are. Because what you are will finally come to light. If you're going to look it, you better be it. And somebody shout amen. So why are they eating corn and it's unlawful? They're plucking the corn and they're eating the corn on the Sabbath day. And Jesus said, well... Do you not remember the Old Testament story how David and his men, running from Saul, came, went in, and, and it was unlawful to eat the showbread too. That was for the priest. But let me tell you something. There's some laws called, or there is a law called the law of the hungry. And I'm going to tell you what. When you get hungry enough, you'll do what you have to do. There, I don't want to be gross, but there are folks that have literally survived on things that we don't even talk about in this pulpit. They ate things that they thought they would never eat. And they, they tasted of things that they would never taste of just to survive in life. Let me tell you something. When you're hungry, you will do whatever it takes 
to get your hunger filled. I've never been that hungry. I've never been hungry enough to eat English pea salad. I got, I'm going to be dying before I eat that stuff. I will, I'm, I'm pretty much going to be dying before I eat a piece of raw onion if I can help it. I hate it when I go to McDonald's and they just get one of them little sprinkles on there and your whole hamburger tastes like the whole rotten mess of onions. But you see, if I get hungry enough, I'd eat an onion, Michael. I'd eat English pea salad. I'd eat whatever it took to keep me alive because that is the law of the hungry. When you're hungry, the law of the land don't matter. There are people that literally steal to survive. And they don't care that they steal because their hunger is more important than the law. Are you with me? Oh, I'm going somewhere. Just hang with me today. But the facts are today, that is common among us when people get hungry. You know, your, your stomach can tell a story. And, 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 and brother, it, 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 I've been to the place in a, in a few times when I was trying to fast and do without that every time I swallowed, my stomach said, thank you. You ever been there? Does anybody know what it's like to be really hungry? Really hungry. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Well, I want to preach from a spiritual standpoint today. Because the hungry man has no manners, and the hungry man knows no laws. Esau sold his birthright cheap because he was hungry. He came out of the field hungry, and he sold what he had to Jacob because he was hungry. That's the reason he did it. He, was, he, he would have never given up his birthright, and certainly not his blessing. But he gave them up because his stomach was hurting and his head was aching, and he, was, he had been in the field, had been on a hunt, and when he came and he smelled the soup, and he said, I'll trade you my birthright for something to eat. The law of the hungry man is that there is no law. David ate the showbread, fed his men because they were hungry. That was priest food. That was unlawful in the Old Testament. If you have time to go study it, go read First Samuel 21, 3 through 6. You'll find out what it says. The hungry man. Let me tell you about the prodigal son. You ready? Let me tell you about it. He came from a, a good house where they ate good meals, and they had everything on the table right. They had cattle in the field, I know that, because his daddy killed a fatted calf when he came home. But there came a time in his life when the money was gone, and the friends were gone, and nothing was right, and he was hungry, and the Bible said that he ran his hand. Who's ever slopped a hog in this room? Oh, we got a few old timers, right? There's Dennis. Look here. You notice that's that's older folks. Justin, you ever slopped a hog? Well, you one of the young ones that has. Lord have mercy. Who you, you Mickey slopped a hog? Yeah, country folks though, see. You ain't no city slicker, that's why. That's why. 
But let me tell you something. There ain't nothing that smells good about hog slop. There ain't nothing that tastes good about hog slop. If you, you want to talk about a nasty mess. I used to work at the sale barn when I was a kid. What I couldn't stand. I don't mind penning cows all day long. What stinks more than anything I can think of is going by that hog pen. And they're wallowing and they're nasty. And they're, you know what? You could take one out, clean him up, put a ribbon in his hair, put perfume behind his ear. He'll go right back to that slop every time. The prodigal son was slumping hogs because he was trying to make a living. He joined himself to a citizen of the country. And the Bible said that he, he ran his hand in there. And when he fain would have filled his belly, he was about to take a bite of that when all of a sudden he remembered, man, this is crazy. My daddy has got food enough in this, uh, to spare. He, he treats my, his servants better than what I'm eating right here. He shook that stuff off of his head and went back to his daddy's house. Thank God. But what I've come to preach to you, the hungry man knows no law. The hungry man has no manners. But the hungry man will always find something to eat if it's any way possible. Could I come to preach on this Sunday morning to this church? We need that kind of hunger for God. We need that kind of hunger for the things of the Spirit. We need that kind of hunger. Somebody in this room has got to get hungry. You've got to get hungry enough that you're willing to pray and you're willing to fast and you're willing to do whatever's necessary. And you're not just patty caking for Jesus. You'll worship when you come into His house. You'll pray while you're going down the road. You'll get up every morning with a shout and a praise. You'll go to bed at night believing God for a revival. I'm preaching to you. We need the things of God and we'll never get them until we're hungry enough. Hallelujah. You go study the Scripture. There's a woman in the Old Testament that bawled her baby and they ate it. Then it said it's because they were hungry. Hungry people go crazy. Hungry people will do whatever it takes. Hungry people you listen? Hungry people don't come to church and sit like a stoic, stone age zombie. Hungry people don't come to church and yawn and play on cell phones and chew gum and kill the preacher's too so they go to Piccadilly. Hungry people go to the prayer room. Hungry people pray. Hungry people worship. Hungry people sing. Hungry people put their hands up. Hungry people dance in the Holy Ghost. Hungry people. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm so tired of folks there. To preach it to people that are so full. Now, I'm not talking to all of you, but there's some of you that you are so stinking full. You are so stinking fat on the blessings of God. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about in the spirit. God's done so much for you. You forgot long ago where your blessing came from. You forgot what God's done for you. You forgot about the pit He dug you out of. You forgot about the devils that came out. You forgot about the healing in your body. You forgot about the blessings of God. I'm preaching to you. We need some hungry, hungry, hungry people.
little size I know of is criticized. About the only, about the only, your grandpa gave me this, about the only exercise anybody, some folks ever get is jumping to conclusions. About the only exercise they ever get. You say, preacher, where, where, where you find out? Here's why. Here's what, here's what the wisest man that ever lived said. He said, the full soul loath of the honeycomb. But to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Sarah, I love you. I'm telling you that in front of your husband now, okay? But I love you. She's still around here. But Sarah Bell, out of that balcony, come right down here and, and just move around praise. She sits up there because she says she don't want to disturb nobody. She's not disturbing us. I love you, Antoinette. Come here, Antoinette. Come here. I love you. I haven't known you that long, but I love you. And let me tell you why I love you. Because it doesn't matter to you what anybody else is doing. You'll kneel, you'll, you'll walk, you'll shout, you'll pray. Look, honey, I love it. You keep pursuing God because God's got some stuff for you. The Holy Ghost is going to do a work in you. I, she don't just do it here. She does it on Facebook. She does it outside this church. I'm just preaching to you today. Get off of your lazy, mm-hmm, and let's have some church. And quit being so full and fat and lazy of the blessings of God. I'm telling you, I'm hungry for the things of God today. I'm hungry enough that I'll worship, I'll pray, I'll fast, I'll give, I'll go, I'll give it everything I've got. I'm hungry for the things of the Lord today. If you want to be a Pharisee and say, you know what, you know what Pharisees are? I'm a preacher. My God, we may not get out of here at 1 o'clock today. I dare you to get believe on me. You can leave on them other preachers. I dare you. I'll say, where are you going? And I know your name. You know what Pharisees do in the modern day? Why is she got to act like that in church? Why, why does he have to do like that? You know what? People, people criticize our preaching. They criticize our worship. You know what our world wants is a little fix. They want a little fix. They want to go to church, get a little fix where they can feel good the next week. And they don't show back up with God. They don't pray. They don't, they don't, they don't do anything. That's, that's, what, that's, that's the religious world. That's what they do now. The church is just a thing. Let me preach to you on a Sunday morning. When you get desperate and you get hungry, you won't care who sees you slobbering and crying. You won't care who sees you raising your hands. You, you know what, Pharisee? You step back there and talk about people all you want to. You make fun of them if you want to. But I'm going to tell you, they're hungry. They're after. They're pursuing. They're, they need something from God. Here's what's wrong. Here's what the wise man said. The full soul loath at the honeycomb. It doesn't matter how sweet it is. It doesn't matter how good it is. It doesn't matter how it tastes. The full soul says, I don't want none of that. I'm full. I, I just don't want none. But to the hunger, English peace out is delicious. To the hungry, raw onions is like a Rip out steak! 
Are you getting the picture? Turn the hungry. Every song sounds good. Every singer's on fire. Every musician's dying. The preacher's doing good. Turn the hungry. The church is the greatest thing in my life. Turn the hungry. The prayer room is exciting. Everything that goes on is exciting. Turn the hungry. Watch this. <clears throat> this is what we used to do, it, okay? So and so, you come see? I ought to call my wife up here and let her mock. I won't do it. I won't put her on the spot day. So they come up and they go, <clears throat> Y'all, y'all pray for me while I trust. Mm, hit the kids, you. Mm. No, let's, let's move it up a little bit. Mm. And half of them couldn't sing their way out of a wet paper bag. Here's what I learned a long way. If people tell you they can sing, they probably can't. Okay? But watch me here. Stay with me. To the bitter. To the bitter. Or to the hungry, ever bitter, ever bitter thing. Ever bitter thing. It wasn't about the sound, Brother Eric. It wasn't about the music being all in sync. It wasn't about how good they were. It was called hungry for a move of God. Hungry for the things of God. Hungry for the blessings of God. Hungry for the Lord to move in. Let me tell you, I'd rather have folks that can't carry a tune in a surf bucket and have the anointing that I had, have 50 up here that can sing like a mockingbird and never grace a prayer room, never bow a knee, never lift a hand. Why are you saying all that, preacher? Because the law of the hungry is. It doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter what the law says. The law of the hungry says, I'm hungry. I need something today. I wonder if anybody came to this church needing something today. Well, let me promise you this. Let me promise you this. Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. He invites His chosen people come and die. And He's preparing a place and a thing for you today. But you're not going to get it sitting down. You're not going to get it watching everybody else. You're going to get it when you say, God, I'm after that. Lord, I want that. Oh, I've got to have that. You know what? I've been in this a long time. I've never seen God take anybody and say, let me tell you something. You're going to eat today. My mama, my mama wouldn't make me sit at the table. You're going to eat everybody that before you go out. Man, I stuffed down stuff. I remember one time she made me eat hominy. Do you know what hominy tastes like? I've never touched it since I've been grown. My wife says, try it. I said, I did. It's terrible. She would make me eat that stuff. She would make us eat. And she would say, you sit right here. You're not leaving this house till you eat. I, I, now she's trying to tell me to quit eating. Make up your mind, Mom. She said, no, now you don't need to eat that much. But I was a little bitty thing then, you see. Y'all can't remember that, but I really was. I weighed 130 pounds when I got married. So did Erlene. She weighed 132. I've been there. But I'd, I'd rather go play than eat. 
She'd say, you sit down here and eat. God never one time has caught me in a church service and said, you, 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 you get on your knees and you stay right here. I'm going to make you stay here till you get... No, 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 no. He doesn't operate like that. He's not going through this congregation and saying, let me tell you something, Jimmy Williams, you're not leaving this church today till you pray. God doesn't operate like that. Let me tell you what God does. He sees you and you and you and you and you and when your hands go up and when your heart goes up and when you're... When you're, when you're begins to come out and you begin to say, oh God. When you walk in those prayer room doors and you say, oh God, I need you today, Lord. The Lord said, oh, right here, right here. Angels come here, right here, right here. Healing come right here. He, he will take care of hungry people. He doesn't make you eat. You've got to be hungry. say this, I'm considered a senior citizen. If you don't do anything but criticize the church, it's because you ain't hungry. If all you see is the bad, you're not hungry. If every song you gripe about, you ain't hungry. I tell you, I tell you God knows how to get us to that place of hunger. Yeah. You let something come up on one of us. Let us get a bad report from the doctor. And some of you had, but you forgot it. You forgot it. You forgot God brought you through that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I, in the times of trouble, I've seen folks that never shed a tear. Suddenly. Oh, they've got spiritual. Oh, I need God. And so God says, okay, I'm coming. And He takes care of it. And you don't see Him for six months. I texted somebody yesterday. I said, I, I promise you I did this. My wife don't even know. I sat in my chair thinking about somebody in St. Fraser. I just text. I said, am I still your pastor? Just needed to know. If I'm your pastor, I'm fixing to do a little pastoring. I said, am I still your pastor? She gave me the right answer. She said, yeah. I said, good. Where you been? Why aren't you in church? You can't be saved sitting at home. Your excuses are not going to hold up before God. Y'all believe that? It, you, you tell me all that stuff, but you 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 got time to do everything else you want to do. You come to the house of God. Problem is, you're so fat, you got your billfold where it needs to be, your bank account where it needs to be, your health's in good shape, everything's good right now. But I tell you what, you let a little bump in the road come around. Oh, God. You get hungry. You you get hungry then. It's like being in a prison camp. You get hungry. You see, what I'm saying is this. Why can't we just 
stay hungry. Why can't we just be hungry for the things of God? And you know what? What God gives us today, I hope He'll give it again next week. I hope He'll just pour it out next week. Ah, yeah, hallelujah. I hope I hope the Carruthers will just sing at the glory. To, I don't have to be preaching. I hope the power of God will fall on every one of you. I hope something happens on Wednesday night. I hope it happens to you every day. I hope you're riding down the road this week, down the road, and suddenly tears start coming. And the language starts coming. And the Holy Ghost gets in the car. I hope something will happen to you. Because when you're hungry, that's what will happen. Oh, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody hungry here today? Is there anybody need God today? You you may have been bound in your prison camp. You may be sitting somewhere idly by and saying, I just I'm about to starve. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I tell you what do. What a hungry man will do. Anything to get God. Oh, yeah. Here's what Jesus said. You ready? I'm hurrying to a close. I really am. I got my landing gear out. It may take me a while. I'm circling the airport. Here's what Jesus said. In the Beatitudes, he said this. Blessed are they. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Somebody finish it for me. For they shall be filled. They will be filled. I've never seen God say, I don't care how hungry you are. You're not getting anything. God doesn't operate like that. Josh, if you come to God today and say, God, I'm hungry, God's going to feed you. He said, if you're hungry for righteousness... If you're hungry and you're thirsty, he says, I'm going to fill you up. I'm going to make sure you get what you come after. I'm going to make sure you get your needs met. How many fathers do we have in this building today? Huh? Fathers? Anybody want to take care of your kids? If you don't take care of your kids now, you're in trouble. Because a man that don't provide for his house is worse than the devil. That's what the Bible said. I didn't say that. The Bible said that. So you want to take care of your kids. You know what kind of father we have? We have a heavenly father. You know what the Bible said about him? Who? Who would come to him asking for a asking for a fish and he would give him a serpent or a stone? Who, who would ask something to eat of God and he would give you something different? Something you couldn't eat. Something that didn't matter. He's not that kind of God. He said, when you come hungry, I'm going to fill you up. But I want to preach to you in the closing moments of what I have to say today. Here it is. The full soul loatheth. Go study that word. He despises the honeycomb. He don't want to smell it. He don't want to taste it. He don't want it in his mouth. I don't I loathe the honeycomb. But he said to the hungry soul, to the hungry soul. He didn't say to the hungry mouth. He said to the hungry soul. Every bitter thing is sweet. 
Look. I hope nobody's watching here today because I'm about to say a couple things, okay? People that know what I'm talking about. Every preacher that comes to this pulpit, it's not a preacher, okay? And I know that. Sometimes, trust me, sometimes along the way, I do have people that I'm trying to help. People that have lost their way. People that need to be restored. People that need help. Now, don't start wondering which ones, because you will never know. But, but blame that on me. And probably we're more of a blessing to them sometime than they are to us. But I want to teach this church something right now. To the, to the hungry soul. Every bitter thing is sweet. What I'm really trying to say to y'all is quit having preacher religion. Sometimes you just you take things as they are. And you, you grasp whatever you can grasp. Are you with me? Sometimes, sometimes we just, look, every singer that sings is not my favorite singer. Nor is every singer your favorite singer. But I don't sit down on them when they're not my favorite singer. You're going to see me sing it. That's right. Why? Because every bitter thing. It doesn't matter if it tastes just right, Brother Justin. It doesn't matter if it's preached just right. It doesn't matter if the if if somebody in this church makes a little mistake or, or they don't do things just right. Every bitter thing to the hungry man is like Jesus, it's not about me, it's about you, Lord. It's not about me, it's about you, Lord. It's not about me, it's about your kingdom, Lord. Come on now, I'm preaching to you. You can't, you can't. Well, I'm getting out of here. You Go ahead, Pharisee. Somebody ate on the Sabbath, you didn't like it. Go on, go on, talk about it. Be careful, you could be hungry one day. Be careful, you could wind up in a prison camp. Be careful! Your stomach may be growling before long. Justin, would you do me a favor? Nobody else is going to do this today. Would you stand up? Just pat me right there on the back. Thank you. Stand. Some of you hadn't got it. Some of you is going to get it. Some of you has got it. From the days of John the Baptist, Jesus said, until now. Somebody say, until now. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violence taken by force. From the days of John the Baptist, 
this until 2018. Nobody's ever got what they needed from God. Have you ever seen one of those pictures of when they take food to a foreign country where all the kids are starving to death? Have you ever, anybody ever seen one of those pictures? Let me tell you something. They'll trample one another. They'll fight. They'll pull hair. They'll bite. They'll tick. They'll do whatever they got to do to get to the food. You know what I'm telling you is the truth. I'm not saying you got to do all that. Here's what I'm saying. You got to be hungry. You got to be hungry for the things of God. And when you get hungry, oh, I've never seen God turn a hungry person away. For the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. What I'm saying to you is, like the little woman, the little woman with the issue of blood that had spent 12 years and couldn't get healing, and she didn't know anything else to do. She was, I wish I was in a crowd where I could push some of you around a little bit. But she's pushing grown men. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. Please move out of my way. Please. I gotta get there. Please, please move. Move, move. Please, please, sir. Please, please, please. I gotta get back. Please, please. I gotta get to him. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. For the kingdom of heaven stuff from violence. And the violence will take it by force. You go ahead and stand in line, sir. You'll go home with your posse. You go ahead, temple man. You won't get healed today. I can see him now. I don't even know his name. The Bible don't tell him. But I can see him as he looks up in the eyes of his friends. He said, hey, guys. Hey, guys, I can't walk. I'm on this old stinking bed. Would you do me a favor? Would you please get me to the top of that roof and tear those shingles off? And get me down there where Jesus is. I ain't got time to stand in line. I don't have time to wait. I don't have time. I can't wait. He may not come back this way. He may not come to this community again. I got a high. He may not come back. I got a heavy now. I'm preaching to somebody in this room. You gotta tear the shingles off. You said, men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. Men do not despise a thief. You don't even have to steal here today. You just got to be hungry. The table spread. The healing's here. The answers are here. Salvation is here. Only if you're hungry. Tell you something. Y'all get ready. Get on out here and let's get ready. Listen to me. If I was in this church today with the power of God that's in this room, number one, if I wasn't saved, you couldn't drag me out of this church till I make sure I was full of the Holy Ghost. 
Number two, if I needed God as desperately as some of you need Him, I know, I know where some of you are. I wouldn't click my heel and turn around and walk out that door and say, well, you know what, I'll, I'll get it later. He may never come back this way again. So you got to do it and you got to be hungry for it. So today when they start to sing, I'm all, this is an altar call. Look, if there's two or two hundred, this is an altar call for hungry people. When I quit, I'm going to put this microphone down. I'm not saying another word. But this, I preach my heart out to you today. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you need it and you're hungry for it, you can get it right here today. I'm not begging you because if i got to beg you, you're not hungry. If i got to plead with you, you're not hungry. And you're not going to get it till you get hungry. So here it is. When they start singing, with whatever need you have. You may have been around here 50 years. This may be your first time in this church. If you've got a need in your life, step out, come down, stand right here. Let the prayer ministers pray for you and with you. If you need the Holy Ghost, you can come right now. The law of the hungry says, it doesn't matter when or what, I'm going after it. Come on. Who wants it? Who wants it? Who wants it? Come on. That's just an altar call. This is it. If you need it today, if you need it today, I didn't get the offer. Listen, listen, here they come. They're coming. All over this room, they're coming today. At the end of the service, everybody hear me right now. At the end of the service, you put your offering right there. We didn't take an offering. I got too excited taking up purchases. Put your ties and your offering right there at some point. But come on right now. Come on right now. People are coming and they're hungry for God. They're hungry for God. They're hungry.